Welcome to Dare a New Belief, a place to discover what is possible for your life after the loss of a loved one, and where you will find inspiration, insight, support, and love, and hopefully a bit of laughter to help you through your day. Now, here's your host, Nada Hogan. Welcome to Dare a New Belief, where you will find light and life, love and joy, healing, faith, and hope, a place where you get to believe in what is possible for your life. And today, I have the great honor to bring back Coray Learman. Coray is a, mas- a licensed massage therapist in Beamer, Nebraska. She has been in the healing modalities for the past 26 years. And she assists her clients to find balance in their spiritual, emotional, and mental bodies so they can interface their physical body in harmony and understanding. I am so grateful that you are back with me again. Welcome, Coray. So happy to be here, Nada. <laughs> I am so happy that you are here. And especially because you, you have such wisdom and so much to share. And I believe I said this on the last episode, you were my first real introduction into the energy world. I used to um, foo-foo that. I, I never thought that type of stuff was true. And and it was the way that you explained it. It was the way that you carried yourself. Um, because anybody can teach stuff. It doesn't mean they're a good teacher. But anybody can teach stuff. But when you see somebody walking the talk and living the work that they do, that's a different story. And that's what you did. And that is why um, I fell in love with you and wanted to learn from you. And you were the only woman at Curves that came in showing us how you slid across the floor after you got done waxing your wooden floor. And I thought, when I grow up, I want to be just like her. <laughs> <laughs> and I think now I'm that age that you were when I first met you. So it's amazing. It's amazing. So, so Corey, one of the things that I want to ask you is you, when I say massage therapy, it's just not massage. And I've, I've had work done from you. So it's not, I mean, and I've also had just a, a massage, very different, the work that you do. So compared to what, a typical massage therapist would do, let's say like a Swedish Swedish massage, what do you do that is different than your average, and I don't mean that with any kind of disrespect to massage therapists, but you do it very differently. So what what is it that distinguishes you from others? Well, I'm always working with a ray of light. I mean, when I come into the room, I ask how I can assist the light to help my client. And so I don't just project energy, say touch or pressure. I introduce light. So light goes before my hands, before anything that I'm doing. And I'm in their field. I'm reading their field. Mm -hmm. And in their field is so much information. It'd be like an egg white around an egg yolk. That's not just some liquid to, to insulate it against the shell. That's the whole enchilada. Everything is all one. So the field around your human body, your light, their light body, their auric field, carries all this information, and I read it. It's like I'm almost, um, you know, before I knew about a computer, uh, I didn't understand it. It was like ones and O's, ones and O's, ones and O's. But 
that would be for a scientist. I have no scientific uh, thing going on with me. I just, um, it's my intuition along with a knowing of what I'm looking at. And because I was educated very well in body function and also the complicated interfacing of the emotional, mental, and spiritual fielding with it, I see it all at once. I see it all as a whole. There is no just emotional body. There just is no mental body, no just physical body. It's all together. And I'm I'm seeing the strands of where there's a resistance, where there's a conflict. And Mm -hmm. conflict is the problem because you believe something, but you say something else. You know, I'm going to get well. You know, I'll take up a client I just saw recently. She had lupus. She says, I don't believe I have lupus. Well, then why are you you still showing the symptoms? What's going on here? You know, so then we dig into that. Um, So when I can see from the energetic pattern around her where she's being honest with herself, for instance, or where she's not totally understood her misconceptions, misbeliefs. Does that answer the question yet? Yeah, 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 absolutely it did. And I'm wondering when when you can see that, because that is, I, I don't see fields. I, I would love to be able to develop that. Um, but I, to the best of my knowledge, I don't see fields. And so I wonder, does it show up like gunk, like, um, you, you know, of, of, this is a poor analogy, but if there was a, a straight pipe that had, um, let's say like a kitchen pipe that had grease that got built up and then, you know, yuck from plates got stuck on top of that. Does it, you know, so it's just a yuck in the middle of that pipe so that water can't flow. So the energy can't flow through that person's body. Can you see it like that? Or do you see it differently? I see it way differently. That, that would be the primitive way of looking at it. That would be just bare bones, but I see it like, oh, there's a belief system here, or there's um, there's um, a story here. I might I might even see the story a vignette play out in front of my eyes, just like boom, boom, boom. I'll say, did your mother punish you a lot? I mean, did you did you get hit a lot here in this area of your body? Or you know, I see a vignette, or I see something, and a lot of times I don't respond to that what I'm viewing if I'm not yet comfortable enough with the client to know that we can go there. So your first day coming into me, I don't want to scare you out of your mind thinking that I can see into your life. I'm only showing what it is because I ask, Lord, make me an instrument of your peace when I go in the room. So I'm not going to be shown anything other than what needs to be explored. Right. Or brought to your awareness. Right. You know, ninety nine percent of healing something is be aware of what you really got. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very good to know for the people who are coming in because it's not like, ooh, I have to come in armored and protected because she can see it all. It's like, no, you you can see the things that need to be seen. So that person is able to heal themselves. You are the conduit, you are the vessel, but the person then can heal themselves, correct? Right. And I have people come in who are just as hard as a cement block in, in yeah. that, in that etheric field. 
They don't mm-hmm. want you going there. And that's fine. Hey, they pay me for a massage. I give a damn good massage. So, you know, <laughs> it's a win-win. Bonus. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly true. Oh, my goodness. So when you're doing remote healing, how how mm-hmm. does that work? How do you, and, and how did you know that you were able to do that? Well, that is why I went to the Nirvana School, because oh. I wanted to be able to do remote work. And so uh, my wonderful teacher, Mary Bell, that's what she taught us, how to do it. And, you know, if you already have something, it's easier to build on it. Um, I didn't know I had it, but I woke it up because she would ask me questions. I, oh, yeah, yeah, I do that. I see that. Okay. I didn't know. I didn't even know what sacred ge- geometry was when I went to school. And she said, when do you see sacred geometry? And I said, well, yeah, I see it all the time. What, what is that about? You know, it's, yeah. so it was just my naivete, but wanting to do good. And so I had a great teacher. I had several great teachers that um, show, they really introduced me to the total integrity of it all. Mm. The integrity. And that's the big thing of healing. If you can't trust your healer that's working with you, um, it's going to be, it, you won't get any place. Right. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. So you, and I don't know if you even remember this story, but this just popped into my head because it was so fascinating when you shared it with us. Um, oh gosh, I want to say maybe 15 years ago, there's a mutual friend who has a son and I believe he was living outside of the country at the time. I'm just trying not to mention names because I never even knew I was Mm going to say this. It just popped up and something was going on with him. And you said you would do some work with him. I I mean, he was on the other side of the world and you said you would do (laughs) Yeah, Israel. Yep. So that's not, not around the corner. And you said Mm -hmm. you were going to do some energy work with him. Do you remember this? And then it was something with the computer when he opened up his computer. Do you remember that? I don't remember the computer part. um, But I remember working with him several times while he was over there because he kept having problems. He was, yeah, um, being attacked. You know, you go to different places. You don't know it's all in the culture, what's happened in the past. Um, right. But what is your question again? Do I remember what part? Well, yeah, because I just, I can't, there was something with the, because you did some work on him. He had fallen asleep. And then, and this is, I don't remember the details because he woke up afterwards and opened up the computer and there was something that you, do you remember? It was something. Yeah, that, he saw, he, yeah, he, he had an affirmation right there that what I had told him. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like you could not make it happen. Cause I remember no, when you, you told me that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was chills. It was chills. And it was like, what, how, how does this kind of stuff happen? Which I love because now quantum physics is able to prove that, that all of that is true, even though indigenous people and um, our ancient ancestors have known this forever but now science is able to prove it. And um, yeah, because you were the first one talking about this in my world. And it was just like, that's crazy. How can that kind of stuff be? So yeah, it's amazing. And the next thing that pops into my head, because one of the pictures of you 
that we're going to be featuring um, on with the show notes is you are in um, traditional indigenous garb, I believe, and you're doing, a. I want to call it a fire dance, and I don't know for sure if that's what it is, because you do work with um, indigenous people, correct? I mean, I know you do some study with them, and you do um, other traditional things. I was doing the eagle dance. Uh, We were having the corn mother celebration, Uh, and I was dancing around the corn mother and blessing the people, and it was at that time when the eagle and the condor were going to come together, meaning the Southern Hemisphere and the Northern Hemisphere were going to start, the indigenous people would start to communicate and work together. It was, it was a very big, very big event. Yeah. So now, and it was a great honor for you to be there dancing, I am assuming. Yes. And it was 110 degrees. Oh, no. <laughs> I remember it well. <laughs> That part doesn't sound like any kind of fun. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. So, so Karay, I have the um, great blessing of knowing your granddaughters, and they're just beautiful young granddaughters. Oh, my gosh. Are they early 20? Like, I don't know how old your youngest one. Is she just now 20? Right. No, they're young. Okay. So, what would you say, and, and they've been around you all of their life, so they understand energy work. You, I know you've done work with them and you've talked to them, but other young people who, and maybe even older people who don't understand it, who, who kind of, you know, like I was, I used to say I was very meat and potatoes. You know, it's like, if it's not with the five senses, it doesn't exist in my world. And, you know, of course we know that's not true. But how would you explain energy work or the remote healings that you do? How do you explain that um, so somebody can understand it in a way that it's that they may want to embrace that or they may want to try that as another means of healing because the approach that they have been taking just hasn't been working? Well, young people, because they've grown up with a computer, it's really easier to get them to understand it than it is for people my age. Mm. Because you hit the function key, the computer does what, you, what you've what you commanded it to do. If you give it too many commands, it locks up. If you um, have a virus in it, it will be messed up. So they understand the computer, so it helps me when I'm talking to younger people, I'll say, well, this is just like your computer. Mm. You've got too many commands in here. We need to straighten this up. I said, what if we just focus on one thing at a time? What if we just, let's first get the anxiety out of the way. You know, I do cranial sacral work. I can help them with the anxiety. Um, so um, I think that's the biggest bonus is that yeah. young people totally understand it. And then they can't see where this information is coming, you know, just like your Wi-Fi on your telephone. It didn't hooked up to anything. Where is that coming from? So that's very good analogy to help people understand how I can work remotely. Right, right, absolutely. Yeah, that's perfect. And it reminds me of Bruce Lipton because he, he explains it as having an iPod and bringing it home from the store and there's no music downloaded on it like talking about how it is that that we start off from that last trimester up to seven years when we just get programmed mm-hmm. and until mm-hmm. somebody programs that iPod it or a computer, it's the same thing. There's no information in there. So even though we get programmed with some information that may be 
false or um, misconstrued because we're young and we don't, we have these young brains and they can't filter out if somebody is saying something that is sarcastic or is it true? We just take it all on a, a, as truth. And then when you put it in, it in, until you recognize that it's there, you're not going to be able to remove it or override that program with something else that's more serving and empowering. So on that same vein, what popped into my mind when you're talking about that, so helping people who have uh, predispositioned something from during their gestation because their mother was in a place of maybe not total harmony and peace and love. Yeah. And they took on that um, anger and resentment comes through the, um, through the um, umbilical and the fluid uh, is more acidy. Mm. And so I've had people who are, they've just been angry since the day they were born and they don't know why they're angry. Mm. So, you know, we need to really track back your, so how do I help explain that uh, to a young person, particularly to anybody? Well, yeah. for instance, uh, you might take a look at what is your, what is your, um, uh, what do you call this instrument in your hand? Is an iPhone better than a Samsung? Is it, you know, you, I might say, well, you know, um, not all instruments are created equal. And right. so if your parent, either the parent, the, the, the sperm donor or the ovium egg donor, if they weren't in a really great place, there's a possibility that there was a malfunction from the get-go. Hmm. Use a simple one, like not enough folic acid. Okay, that doesn't have to be an attitude. That is just a nutritional deficiency. What happens? We know it can happen. So, yeah. you know, it just gets so complex. But... You know, it's a long time till you get to those threads, really. Most people coming in, they have a lot bigger fish to fry. They want to be comfortable today. They're really not digging that deeply into it. It's people who have a real um, illness, or something that they know they have to get over or die. Yeah. And that's when we have to go deeper, deeper, deeper. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes do you think that people get ill with some kind of chronic disease? Because just like you said, they're born, they have, you know, maybe the mother was very angry and holding resentment and all of that energy was going through the umbilical cord, that child picks it up, they go through their life, they're angry, they're resentful, they're, you know, whatever, um, uh, non-desirable emotion that they're going through. I don't want to call it negative because I think all, all emotions are good, but it's a lower vibration for sure. And, and right. then they end up with a chronic illness. And as they go in to see somebody like you, then they are able to find that thing. You can trace it back to the beginning with that, you know, like, oh my God, I never even mm -hmm. knew that my mom was angry. Right. I mean, doesn't it happen like that? Like, I think that's divine. I think it's divine like that. It does happen like that. And then it helps them to understand, you know, so for instance, if you didn't have a good relationship with that mother in that scenario we were just talking about, didn't have a good relationship with that mother, and you might be able to understand as an adult or at least a, a older, you know, more experienced person, you would understand why she was in that place. And then there is no condemnation. It just is what it is. You go with what you got, you know? 
take it as it comes. I can give you a hundred lines like that. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should write a book. <laughs> I have a lot of books that I use for, for reference of, about nutrition in particular, because yeah. food is medicine. And that's the thing that really got lost in these last three generations. You know, when I was born, my mother, I was lucky. Food was medicine. We didn't go to doctors. I still don't go to doctors, but it's because I had a good start. Right. Medicine. Right. Absolutely. Right. And, and from mother earth, right. The, the, the woman who nourishes the whole entire planet right? It's, it's food is absolutely medicine and grown from mother earth. I mean, my goodness, it is, it's, it's like nursing that newborn baby. That's what mother earth is doing for us. So the more that we can Mm -hmm. turn to her to be able to heal ourselves, oh my gosh, right? Completely a game changer. It's a game changer. Yeah. And just even knowing that aspirin comes from willow trees. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, interrupt you. No. No, but you know, right now, Mother Earth is getting a little bit of a respite because we're not adult, we're not abusing her quite as badly right now because we've been pretty quiet. Right. So um, it's really a good thing. You know, the coyotes are coming back to town. The turkeys are in town. The cougars are coming to town. It's people aren't aren't making a lot of noise. I don't right. know how that's going to all turn out, but. <laughs> <laughs> so when that kid is downtown crying wolf, he may really be serious this time. Somebody better take him seriously. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I, I've seen that where there's just, there's a lot of animals coming back that were on the verge of in, extinction and, and they're flourishing and, and plants that were on the verge of extinction and are flourishing. And it's beautiful. And I'm hoping that that's another one of those beautiful lessons that we all get to take away from this, that we're not here on mother earth because we own her we're visitors and she and she she is the home and we're just visiting and we need to take care of that um as good gardeners and love and nourish the earth as much as it's loving and nourishing us right back amen amen sister (laughs) (laughs) oh well, Corey, I love you and I so enjoy your company. And when you come back up this way to Minnesota, we will have to go out and have a beer. Hopefully it'll be warm enough and we don't have to put on park it. But we'll go and sit outside and have a beer and, and talk about some fun, other energetic stuff. So I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here with us and sharing your love and your wisdom. Um, and, and thank you for being on the planet the same time that I am. I'm very grateful to you. My pleasure. Mm, Awesome. I will have in the show notes. um, So if anybody happens to be traveling around the Beamer, Nebraska area and wants to have work done, or if you're doing light body work remotely, um, Karay's information will be in the show notes. So you will be able to get in touch with her um, and schedule an appointment. So I love you. I adore you. Thank you so very much. And um, have a native. (laughs) I'm glad you do. I'm so glad you do. Have a beautiful rest of your day and week, Karay. And for all of the listeners, have a beautiful rest of your day and week. And I will see you next time. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for spending time with us today. 
please go to nadahogan.com for show notes and other information you can use right away. If you like what you heard here, please subscribe to our show. And don't forget to rate and review right there on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your shows. And don't forget to tell your friends about it. We'll see you next week.